Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, May 9th. As the country awaits a final decision from the Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade, both parties are starting to mobilize and message around a potential post-Roe world. The Supreme Court has not yet issued its formal and final decision dealing with the 1973 landmark ruling of Roe versus Wade, but that leaked draft opinion authored by Justice Alito that emerged last week clearly indicates that the court is poised to perhaps sweepingly overturn that decision that guaranteed abortion rights nationwide for women for nearly the last half century. This now is prompting a national conversation, both in terms of the substance and reality for women across the country and for the politics of this very controversial issue. What does a post-Roe world look like? Well, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, gave us a little hint of what it could possibly look like and perhaps at the same time gave Democrats yet another opportunity to galvanize and mobilize their base around this issue. In an interview with USA Today, Mitch McConnell said that a national ban on abortion, now I'm talking about legislatively from the Congress, a national ban on abortion is, quote, possible. He was evasive when he was asked questions about, you know, if Republicans do take back the Senate in the November midterm elections, you know, is this something that he would try to get this through? His answer to that was, quote, all of this puts the cart before the horse. But he went on to say that if the leaked opinion became the final opinion, state and federal legislative bodies certainly could legislate in that area. Quote, so yeah, it's possible. It would depend on where the votes were, end quote. This immediately took the issue just from sort of a state-by-state, blue versus red state kind of battle to a national conversation where Democratic members of Congress, senators are now sort of rallying around and using McConnell's words as a reminder to voters of where Republicans are suggesting they may want to take this issue once Roe v. Wade, should that be the case, is no longer the law of the land. Gavin Newsom, the Democratic governor of California, who's up for re-election this year, he started taking on his own party and urging national Democrats to up their game and energy in trying to mobilize around this issue. Here he was last week in Los Angeles. Where the hell's my party? Where's the Democratic Party? Where's the counteroffensive? That prompted my colleague Jake Tapper to ask Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, Democrat of New York, who was a guest of his on State of the Union on CNN on Sunday, where is the Democratic counteroffensive? We are not giving up. We will never give in and we will keep fighting. And if the American people are paying attention, this issue will also be on the ballot in November. We need to make sure that every single voter understands that the Republican Party and Mitch McConnell does not believe that their daughters, that their mothers, that their sisters have rights to make fundamental life and death decisions. 
Listen to this compilation of four different Democratic ads now running in states such as New Hampshire, North Carolina, Texas, Wisconsin. A woman's fundamental rights, our freedoms, hang in the balance. We don't want politicians making health care choices for women. Jessica Cisneros is the pro-choice candidate who will fight for our health care and always protect our right to make our own decisions. People like us won't have access to care and we will die. That was Maggie Hassan, the vulnerable incumbent Democratic senator running for re-election in New Hampshire. Sarah Godlewski, candidate for the Senate in the Democratic primary in Wisconsin. Jessica Cisneros in a Democratic primary in Texas for the House. And Nita Alam, also a Democratic primary for Congress from North Carolina. If you didn't listen to Friday's episode about our exclusive CNN polling on this issue, I would urge you to go back and, and give that a listen. But one key thing to remember here that's going on with the polling, you may ask yourself sort of why are Republicans more focused on the leak or why are they not out there celebrating that Roe may be overturned? Well, obviously, the reason is because it's a widely unpopular position. Two thirds of the country wants to see Roe in place. So Republicans don't feel sort of celebrating the demise of Roe is a politically popular thing to do. However, why then does Mitch McConnell suggest that there may be legislation to occur in a post-Roe world for a national ban on abortion? Why do you hear Republican governors evading questions about what may come next in a post-Roe world? Well, because what we are seeing in our polling is that even though fewer people are happy about the notion of Roe being overturned, those people are telling our pollsters that they're more motivated to actually show up and vote in this election season, not the larger group who actually would be angry if Roe was overturned. They're less motivated than the other side to show up and vote in the midterm elections, at least according to our initial poll taken last week. As for those Republican governors, listen to Mississippi Governor's Tate Reeves. He would not give a firm yes or no answer on whether birth control may be the next privacy right that the Supreme Court had already ruled on that may be out the window. Here he is with my colleague Jake Tapper on CNN State of the Union. So just to be clear, you have no intention of seeking to ban IUDs or Plan B. That is not what we're focused on at this time. And as we've talked about, there are a bunch of states with trigger laws that would immediately go into effect once Roe is actually overturned. Michigan, the Democratic governor there, Gretchen Whitmer, took to the pages of the New York Times op-ed section to issue a call on fellow governors, state legislators to, quote, get creative and, quote, to use every available tool to protect access to safe legal abortions. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.